Welcome back to Mixed Bag. I'm here with Francesco and Isaac. Hey, guys. Hey. Hello there. As always, we are covering the uh, monthly game releases and firstly talking about the games uh, we've been playing in the past month. For me, that's just two games. So maybe I will just start. Probably yeah. me too. So <laughs> we can both start, but you go first. So yeah, um, just like Isaac, I also played Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth. We weren't able to talk about it last time. Now we both finished it, and yeah, it's like our podcast, a mixed bag. The first <laughs> half was pretty good. Mm. Uh, the second half uh, wasn't handled that well. Yeah, the the whole crap, like the split between the Ichiban and Kiryu stuff, and without spoiling too much. Yeah. Well, again, like that stuff's kind of. Yeah, without saying specifically that there is a, definitely a difference in the quality of the content between yeah. the like two halves of the game. The first half uh, felt more aligned with the previous game, Yakuza Like a Dragon. And yeah, yeah. The second half not so much. Felt a little rushed, I guess. And but kind of front-loaded with a lot of stuff as well. Yeah. But overall, the combat system was refined. And the new uh, setting in Hawaii fits the series very good. It's a good fit. Yeah, I definitely like what they did with the combat, even if it's still quite simple. Like, it doesn't feel like it matters too much what you use job-wise or anything. Well, I died a few times, and when I changed uh, some of the stuff I used, then I won. So can't yeah, well, agree fully with that, but yeah, you're more used to the genre, so... Well, a lot of it is just like since you can carry over skills from the jobs you've already leveled, you kind of just grab a few of the elements that the base jobs don't have for each character, and then you're pretty much set. <laughs> I'll just like give every character a healing skill and call it a day. But yeah, I d didn't do that. <laughs> Actually, I had a party for most of the game. We it didn't have a single healing skill, so maybe that was probably <laughs> probably doesn't help now. But yeah, you can get a lot of uh, healing items this time around, opposed to the previous Yakuza games. Yeah, since there are so many different shops there. Yeah. But yeah, but... Uh, if, you, if you like the previous game, definitely check out this one. If you haven't, uh, definitely check out Yakuza Like yeah, a Dragon. Yeah, I would not recommend this as the first one. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, I, I can even uh, recommend the second half, even if it's not that great. Yeah, it's not the worst thing ever. It's just a bit unfortunate, considering it has a pretty strong setup for everything. Do you think to it got rushed, maybe? Understand the next game, you maybe. definitely have to play this one as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it definitely. Like, it does feel like there's some rush stuff. Yeah. There, there's at least one thing where it feels like something got cut straight up, almost like some. Yeah, definitely. like there's like a weird like character transition. Yeah, so, so there's something odd that goes down near the That's end. That's a shame. Like, but it's, it's, but just it's not the concerning. most important character, and overall yeah. the character um, development is pretty good in that game, and the whole series, especially since the reboot. Before yeah. that, it was very Kiryu-centered, and now we actually have some fleshed-out uh, side characters as well. I mean, Akiyama and such were also pretty good, but after that, that fell down a little again after Yakuza yeah. 4. Also nice to have some uh, characters pop back in from previous games. Even though they could have stayed a little longer. Yeah, it's still decent. But yeah, despite it being like the longest developed game in the franchise in a very long time, probably it's like 
it still feels like it was a little undercooked at part way through. Yep. It's, it's just a shame because like, I really like the um, the opening stuff. Well, the opening opening was a little bit like the first game. So if you just came from the first game, there's not a lot of new content to be seen since <laughs> it starts in the first chapters with an Iginchu, Yokohama. But yeah, after the third chapter, it picks up. And the second game that I played was Phoenix Wright uh, Apollo Justice Trilogy. Finally finished the first game. Now I'm <laughs> on to the second. Um, so to finally you mean play Apollo, the Apollo Justice Just first game? Nope. Uh, I still have to get to the Apollo Justice Trilogy, <laughs> which has <laughs> games three, four, and five. Uh, four, five, and six. Yeah, but eventually I will get there. Maybe until the next podcast, I will have finished the Phoenix Wright Trilogy at least. <laughs> But yeah, the DL6 case is actually one of the best cases from the first game, if not the best. And I think it's a DLC case. Or at least it was yeah, added in yeah, the yeah, DS version. For the DS version. Yeah. The original GBA version only had four. They added the fifth one. So technically it came out after the third game. Yeah. Because all the trilogy was on Game Boy Advance back then. Also received for... the vinyl But it was all in Japan, if I remember right. Only the yeah. DS version was translated. True. Yeah, I received the vinyl soundtrack set today with all six soundtracks. It's pretty neat. Nice. Nice. A little expensive, so I've waited until it was affordable at Amazon Warehouse or other retailers. You can get used sets. <laughs> I would recommend that. Not paying like 200, 300 bucks. Uh, the art is pretty nice as well on that. And hopefully we'll get a new set for the Apollo. Oh no, they are included as well there. <laughs> but maybe from the uh, for the um, uh, Ace Attorney Chronicles, the Great Ace Attorney Chronicles. I think That's that one, yeah. <laughs> yeah doesn't have the uh, vinyl soundtrack yet. No, it also has good soundtrack. So maybe eventually. And hopefully the same. Uh, comes out for Infinite Wealth as well. I think it's all laced records. They're publishing most of these videos. I'm yeah, I remember. But yeah, usually very limited. So get your Yakuza Like a Dragon soundtrack set while you can in the limited edition. It's like a 100 uh, pounds, so it's not too bad for like six or oh, seven vinyl, miles. Yeah, like, yeah. considering what life can be like. But yeah, also pretty nice that they're on streaming services since not that many people have vinyl players, maybe. But moving on from vinyls to other games you guys have played. What have you played? Uh, I guess I'll mention the main one I've ended up playing recently, which was Enshrouded, which came out um, like, about, yeah, like a week ago uh, in Steam Early Access. It's a, like a survival crafting game with like voxel based building so you can place down like preset walls and stuff if you're building but you can also just straight just build like block by block kind of like minecraft but with way smaller blocks to, <laughs> to fiddle with it's it's a pretty nice system i don't think it's explained the best and it's a little finicky but it lets you build some like cool stuff and you can still just like speed run it with like the built-in like floors and walls and stuff if you don't feel like making anything too crazy it's 
overall the game's a lot like um valheim if you end up playing that with like um a little bit more story going on like more quests to do and things but like there's like a very like that order to progression where you go from like one biome to the next biome and like fight specific bosses and stuff to level up and like travel through uh, new areas and stuff there's magic in this one which is kind of interesting because like some some of them require you to actually like equip magic spells and there's like a full skill tree it's not like valheim where just doing stuff levels up your ability to do that thing well <laughs> so like skill tree and leveling which the build variety doesn't seem too crazy but there's like enough there to kind of specialize if you're playing in a group yeah it's the tree just... looks massive yeah it's a lot of the nodes are just, oh, it increases this stat or whatever. And okay. I think some of them aren't that useful. But it's, yeah, it's, it's a pretty good base. Like, it's supposed to be in early access for around a year. Whether it, they'll stick to that or not is another question entirely. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's just, yeah, it's just pretty fun for a survival crafting game. It ha kind of had the unfortunate timing of releasing not long after Pal World kind of exploded. <laughs> But yeah. as far as I know, it's still done really well. Like they were last, they were sharing that. Um, I think the game had already sold like a million copies, so it's like still, it's still doing really well. Yeah, I think it's the best-selling game so far at launch. So of the series, even thought there was powered. So that's surprising. Oh, for um, Enshrouded specifically as well as I think you're talking about. Uh, infinite wealth, right? Yeah, I think it, it also announced that they sold the one million yeah. copies. So yeah, yeah. so it's like they, they both end up doing, yeah. But now, in it seems to have done well despite Power World happening. Yeah, I guess. that's that's an achievement all in itself. Yeah, well, I mean, the, the, nobody the, expected the Power World to go. Yeah, <laughs> like even like Entrouded's uh, playing numbers are pretty good still, like over a hundred thousand concurrent right now. Like, but I think a lot of games would be like wanting even like a tenth of that yeah but no it's it's enjoyable i do think balance wise it's probably only balanced around you having like four players on a server at most really because like even single player isn't that bad when it comes to combat and like grinding and stuff and there's currently no difficulty settings but imagine like once that sort of stuff gets added in which i'm assuming it will like it'll definitely work better with bigger groups but yeah for, for now it's quite it's it's pretty it's pretty nice one for just playing single player. Yeah, surprisingly solid. Uh, when you look at previous games that King Games developed, like Portal Knights or Sacred Three. Yeah, Portal Knights specifically was definitely like I think their biggest before now. Yeah, I think a lot, a lot of the same team that was on that yeah works on Enshrouded now. It's been eight years. Yeah, they've it's, worked yeah. a lot on Enshrouded. But yeah, Portal Knights I know did pretty well on consoles. But yeah, Enshrouded, it's it's a pretty big step up when it comes to like the world and like the building and stuff. It's a set world, so there's like no randomization or whatever. I don't think randomization's ever planned either, but like the actual world they have is pretty massive. And I think the current early access version kind of only covers about a third of the fully planned world, like by the time it's fully out. And it's like still a good amount of content, so yeah. I yeah, like between that and uh, Infinite Wealth, that's pretty much all I played last month. But 
Hmm. Yeah, I, I definitely recommend Enshrouded even in early access. I think the price is going to end up going up like over time. Oh, it, that tends to happen with most early access games. Yeah, honest, so, so they're mentioning that it's going to get more expensive once it leaves early access. So I guess there's still time to pick it up at a lower price anyway. But yeah, it's thirty right now. Yeah, but it's like yeah, it's not a full price game already, and I don't even think it will be when it releases. And it's yeah, there's a lot, a lot of content. It's just yeah, it's probably not well suited to big groups right now. I think like four max before the balance kind of gets completely broken. Like even with two players, it's noticeably easier than like playing solo. But yeah, at the same time, it's not like Valheim where trying to play solo is very painful. <laughs> But yeah, but I still quite like it overall. Yeah, I got to correct 25 pounds or 30 euro. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like, it's no, nowhere near full price, like a, like a AAA release price, and it probably still won't be once... Um... Well, maybe they were less into AAA price. isn't really worth it for most cases. Yeah, it's just going to sell more if they lower the price, but they don't, like, they don't have to go, like, stupid low or anything. It's... Yeah. Like... It's decent enough. They they kind of got to balance it all, really, but... Yeah. Does Metacritic not allow any scores for an early access game? No, because ah. they kind of... they A lot of sites as well just count, um, like, if they do something on an early access release, they usually just count it as a preview anyway. Yeah, to be honest, I don't really agree with websites that review early access games. Like, at most, you can do previews, like you said. Like There's yeah. no point in reviewing a game that's technically not even complete yet. Yeah, we totally haven't done that with Cobalt Space Program 2, for example. <laughs> I mean, if you are, are going to give a vote, you should wait until the game is done. That's yeah. sure. I, I don't, honestly, I don't mind scoring it, as long as it's all listed as, you know, being a review of, like, the early access release version. Like, if it's all, like, if it's obvious that it, what you're reviewing isn't finished, I don't really mind it so much. But yeah, I, I do gener generally lean towards just previewing stuff. And like not scoring it at all, but yeah, yeah like they, none of the sites actually accept those scores anyway, like Metacritic and stuff. So it doesn't make yeah. matter at the end of the day. <laughs> and a lot of early games games... overall is another debate. Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking, like a lot of early access games, even when they launch, a lot of them still aren't really launched. It's like they they kind of come out a bit too early. It's like even reviewing it, then sometimes it's like it's not the finished product still technically. Yeah, I think it also change a lot. Yeah, it also can change a lot from the review period to the launch as well. That's also true. Or not be available um, before launch overall, <laughs> like uh, recent superhero titles. <laughs> Francesco, what have you been playing? Mm, well, on Gen, I guess last month we mostly played uh, two games, really. Uh... I did play the Prince of Persia of Scrum game. I don't remember if I talked to it last time, but it's a pretty good game, Metroidvania. Honestly, I'm glad Ubisoft uh, Montpellier pulled through, and it should definitely deserve more credit than it got. Unfortunately, I think it's another one of the casualties in the Power World month. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's honestly pretty well good if you enjoy Metroidvania. So. Yeah, you definitely talked about it last time also. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I guess I won't repeat myself that much, but uh, it's 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 really fun, so please support it if you can. I'll just say that. 
Uh, I guess most of all, even for it released only a week ago, I've been mostly playing for the like last seven days consecutively Tekken Eight. Uh, the amazing fighting game they did this time. I I mostly been on and off with Tekken myself. Like sometimes I enjoyed a lot. Sometimes I just played a few matches and leave it alone. I think this time I'm gonna play it a lot more often. The new gameplay style is way more aggressive, which is something I enjoy. It makes matches more fun and and quick. Uh, it's honestly pretty. Pretty, pretty good. I, I think it's probably one of the best second games ever made. I go as far as to say that. I'm still not sure if I consider it superior to like five, but uh, it's still up there. There's a lot of content. Uh, it's also it's very accessible. It's just fun overall. My only real downsides so far are the. The story doesn't feel as complete. It feels like they, they're setting up Tekken 9 instead of com- doing a full complete story. I still like what they did, but I feel like they could have done a bit more. Uh, and the editor, while still as fun, isn't as uh, as full polished as the previous case. You can still do some crazy stuff with it. I enjoyed using it a lot. I I would like there to be a few more options. For example, why can't girls have long hair? That's stupid. But <laughs> besides that, uh, it's it's extremely fun. I can see myself playing it uh, a lot more in the next days. That's been mostly what I played. Uh, I guess on the sides, I've been making a, a friend uh, try out Portus Gate 3 with the co-op. So we're having fun together. <laughs> You can see some crazy stuff if you play with other friends. So, again, it's an incredibly replayable game. I still keep getting surprised at it. But yeah, it's mostly these games. That I... Nice. Um, <laughs> so, Tekken 8 is one of the best looking fighting games. Would you agree? Definitely. Yeah. You can see it was made with uh, next gen consoles in mind. Yeah, definitely a big jump over 7. Yeah. It's almost like. What you, if you like think of seven, it's almost like your what you think seven looks like rather than what it actually looks like when you go back. <laughs> exactly. It's one of those games where you think, well, maybe it doesn't change that much. Then you go back and you see how actually it has evolved. So, yeah. That also means they worked really well because they make it seem flawless. It transitions so well from one game to another. Is it more entry friendly as well with being able I to turn on so, auto yeah. combos? Yeah, they they did that also something similar to what the fighter did. There's a simple playstyle, like yeah. you can activate it with the press of a button and you just can mash a few things and you do special stuff. Is it not imbalanced then online? Or is it? I just mean, online you option? can immediately see who activates it because ah. you can see at the button input on the screen. The minutes someone activates this special mode. I can leave. So you can still uh, play Edge around put. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can play around it because the moves tend to be predictable. Oh, okay. Even the developers themselves say, like, use it only when you're still learning. Once you figure out how the game works, just deactivate it. It's worth it. <laughs> but it's still an interesting way to at least understand what a character can do. With so many characters, it's a nice feature to have. 
But in general, I think it's way simpler than like Street Fighter anyway. So I don't think anyone really needs it. You just need a few minutes of patience to actually understand what the buttons do in your set. <laughs> nice. So yeah, it's very accessible to me. Yeah, to you, uh, you're a fighting game pro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not exactly a pro, but I suck at this game. But I still have a lot of fun with it. Uh, Grand Blue Fantasy Relink uh, was released. Um, is it any good? Have any you got, uh, any of you guys played? I it? didn't try it yet, but I really want to try it eventually. Yeah, I haven't tried it yet either. I heard that the PC part is a little wonky. Oh, that's something new. But yeah, that, yeah <laughs> that's nothing new at all. Although it also wouldn't surprise me if some people are having issues because I think the like the recommended specs are a bit higher than what some people are expecting. So it might just be some people also have their PCs blowing up because they can't run it anyway but yeah it, it does look good and I've, I've heard good things about it just yeah the pc version maybe has a few issues that might be fixed but i guess we'll wait and see yeah one game we actually missed in january was uh silent hill the short message because it wasn't announced it was shadow dropped at the state of play right it streamed have you guys played it Nope. <laughs> I mean, either. I'm not exactly a fan of horror games, so me neither. <laughs> I watched the first hour and it looked pretty interesting. Yeah, social media plays a very important part there. A lot more than modernized than previous games. I've heard that like the message it's trying to convey is not particularly subtle. <laughs> no, it's not subtle at all. It's in your face, literally. But um, yeah, might, might still download it. So obviously, it's free, even if it's only on PlayStation Five rather than there being any PC version. The anti-PT. Yeah. <laughs> Persona Three Reload uh, comes out today, or yep. uh, can come out. Yeah, yeah, midnight, I think, or oh, some weird timing. <laughs> out of Game Pass. Whatever midnight is for Game Pass, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's out on Game Pass PC. Like, one thing that surprised me with Reload was I'm not even sure if this is how like other Sega games have worked. I don't think it was the case for Infinite Wealth, but I don't know maybe it was. I was just thinking like there, it has a lot of supported languages for um, Reload. Like Which how many supported Infinite Wealth has? I I had a quick look, and most of the languages are still supported in Infinite Wealth, but like, um, the, I think it's a first for like Sega stuff. Persona Three Reload has support for Polish, which was a nice. surprising one to see. Nice. But the dub is only in Japanese, right? Well, Japanese and English. I I think you can still shoot. Maybe it's because the translations were already done when the game originally released. Possibly. Maybe. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not 100 sure on how it is, but it, like, yeah, it a lot of languages supported so hopefully none of them end up being like iffy because that happens sometimes even if a game gets a bunch of like hopefully they didn't use ChatGPT or whatever to translate oh, yeah, no machine translation <laughs> i think that was like hades that was one of the things where it had a bunch of language support but like at least one of them was pretty terrible <laughs> but yeah, um, Persona 3 Reload looks decent. It's been a while since I played any of the Persona 3 versions. The last one would have been Persona 3 Reload, but like specifically the... Uh, not Reload, Persona 3 Portable, but specifically the PSP version, not the uh, remaster. But yeah, it seems like somewhat modernized. A lot of the stuff's still 
quite similar and obviously it's there's still no actual definitive version of Persona 3 really <laughs> because of course there isn't Yeah, I will definitely try it out uh, once I finish all of the Ace Attorney games. So maybe so, by Christmas. I've have gone off Game Pass. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least for a year, I would expect it to. Uh, yeah, stay it should, should yeah let's hope it to last one year, year at least. Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League launched today, uh, actually 32 minutes ago. Assuming the uh, servers didn't die again. Yeah. I hmm. uh, also watched a little bit of that, not the uh, beginning, but at least the story start. Yeah, it's character-driven co-op game, but not that story-driven. I don't know. Um, a lot of uh, um, service games mechanics in there. Yeah. From what I read, uh, most of the reviews aren't done yet. They're just like 10 hours in or so. Some impressions, they were pretty good, actually. But yeah, yeah well, apparently you can't expect a continuation of the Arkham games, story-wise. I think it's, like, somewhat tied to them, but, like, it probably in a way where you didn't have to have played them anyway. But and maybe some story fun. bits on, unlock over time due to the Battle Pass mechanics as well. Yeah, maybe, maybe some more story. Because, like, yeah, I'd imagine they'll, they'll have a bunch of stuff saved for future, like, content. It's... Assuming the game survives long enough. But. That's a good bridge to the next game. Let's hope Formstar survives the PS Plus period in February. <laughs> yeah, like PS Plus will help it, but it's never been a guarantee because a lot of the time it's like, sure, anybody that's subscribed to PS Plus has the game now, but they also have to actually download oh, and is. play the game. <laughs> which often... I, I think it's releasing exclusively on PS Plus the first yes. month and only after it well, becomes paid. I think paid. it's like... You can buy it on... as well, probably. Yeah, but it's like the, being able to just buy it is delayed. It's basically a giant the... advertising button for PlayStation Plus. I yeah, just well... don't know if it actually works. <laughs> well, since PS Plus is required for any of the multiplayer stuff anyway, it's sort of like... It doesn't really like matter that the buying buying individually is delayed when it you wouldn't be able to play without PS Plus anyway. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't really doesn't have much of effect because it's like obviously you won't lose access to the game if you buy it directly once your PS Plus runs out, but you kind of still lose access to the game in the fact that you can't play it. So until you resub, but yeah, like it'll be interesting to see. PS Plus will help it, but the fact that it's PlayStation only anyway. It's like it's yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see if people actually like play it, <laughs> even if they have access to it via PS Plus. I mean, when PlayStation tried to uh, recreate uh, Smash, it didn't work out that great. So let's see how it <laughs> works with Splatoon with uh, Square Enix. Yeah, definitely, it's definitely an interesting one. But yeah, whether it actually has it's a fun game. Smash mechanic. Clones yeah. Multiverses should come back this year. But we just Eventually, don't know when. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they just can it full full stop, but now we shall wait for the humans platoon. Yeah. <laughs> Even for Square Enix said stop comparing it to Splatoon. Yeah, maybe you should make a different game then if you don't want us to compare it to Splatoon. <laughs> Quite different from the first game uh, is Helldivers 2, as it appears. Uh, it was a top-down yeah. shooter, now it's a third-person shooter. You shoot a bunch of alien creatures in co-op. 
Yeah, definitely trying to go for a more like fancy graphic EDF style gameplay. Yeah. Well, if it's anything like the first game, even though it seems kind of like lighthearted-ish or like you know like actiony, you kind of have to play somewhat tactically <laughs> to not die horribly. Okay. But I don't know if it maybe they've reworked it a little bit for two. But yeah, like the the like the the third person like over the shoulder sort of perspective does make it feel quite different already. It like yeah, it looks interesting. Yeah, the the first game definitely required you to play co-op to really get the most out of it. Quite difficult solo. It's one of the few Sony games that uh, come out uh, simultaneously on PC and on PlayStation. Maybe the first game even. Yeah. From like Uncharted uh, remasters, something like that. Yeah, it is actually a bit of a, a bit of an odd one for Sony nowadays. They didn't like try and delay it at all. Like, as in, like, make it a timed exclusive. <laughs> Not that I'm going to complain. <laughs> yeah, it's also cross-play and cross-save as well. Yeah, always good. It's like, now that Sony isn't being annoying about that, that one period of time where they, like, were being really awkward about letting devs do that, and, like, stuff like Genshin Impact having, like, cross-play and cross-save on everything but the PlayStation version. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I guess they banished that um, policy. Yeah, it definitely seems to have gone away. Although, obviously, a lot of developers still don't support cross-play for their stuff, or even cross-save. Yeah, maybe they thought, uh, we don't not do that anymore. Uh, Let's get to the next game. Banishers Ghosts of New Eden uh, is also coming out on the 13th. Yeah, yeah after the new all delays. Yeah. Have you had the chance to play it, like an early build or something? I know of it. <laughs> That's all I can say. <laughs> oh, okay. Again, <laughs> pe people are already playing, and we are out of the loop. Oh, wait. But yeah, <laughs> next month we can talk about if any of us <laughs> has played it, which is unlikely. But yeah, I'm a big fan of Life is Strange, so they're also making a new Life is Strange-like game, but that is not that one. I haven't seen too much about Banishers. So. Yeah, it's I, I'd assume it's obviously quite a different setting and everything, and like the character players, but like I'd say like the game you could probably compare it to the most that they worked on previously would be Vampire or Vampire. How, how are you supposed to actually say it? Because it's, like, it's another action Vampire, RPG. maybe. Yeah. I was just called Vampire. <laughs> it's easier. <laughs> it's easier. Yeah, it's like another, um, yeah, another action RPG from them. All I've seen, like of a lot, of, like a lot of the marketing goes on about how the the choices are very important. But then what I've also seen specifically seems to imply, like with on like the Steam page and stuff, that there's only like three choices you make for like each thing. <laughs> so it's like, oh boy, it feels like. But your choices do matter. Those choices really. Like I'd imagine matter. maybe it does for like individual quests, but it definitely feels like they're pushing it too hard for something where I, I saw the achievements as well. They, they got posted up early where it just seems like you're railroaded and railroaded into like a, only a couple of endings anyway. So <laughs> maybe it's I, I've played a few games where it's like that, where they try and pretend that choices matter. And in the end of the day, most of them don't <laughs> so i guess we'll see watching the trailer and it says weight of decisions and it's the yeah. smallest chapter of the trailer actually yeah it looks pretty nice i'm not sure if it's like open worldly it looks a little I bit more it's open. like sort of open world probably probably one of those ones where it's like open world but like 
it's not like vast areas. They're still like linear-ish. Yeah, the combat looks decent. Yeah, that'd be the main thing I think, because a lot like there's a lot of those sorts of games where they have like a lot of combat, but the combat isn't that good. <laughs> kind of yeah. like uh, Elex and stuff. Bit, Reminded me of Forspoken a little. <laughs> Is that oh, a that's good a good thing. <laughs> Forspoken was a bit wonky, but it had some good ideas. Yeah, let's hope this one has as well. Um, Tomb Raider 1, 2, 3 remastered is coming on, on the 14th. Didn't look too impressive in the first trailer. Let's hope they've yeah, it's more on it. It's like a half remaster remakey sort of thing where there like are updates to models and stuff, but it still isn't like fully redone. At least so... it's preserved the original spirit of the games. Yeah, I guess it's not a work like say the crash trilogy this is more yeah, of yeah. uh let's redo the same games but uh yeah because like there's without like, changing like, that much because there's like notable visual changes but it's still like uh, like very polygonal <laughs> it's, it's a lot of like the environment specifically they, they definitely were aiming for it's like, a very faithful to the original you could say <laughs> well, that's, but that's like what's so weird about it it kind of almost isn't in a sense it's very odd. It's like not quite PS2, but then it's it's yeah. Because <laughs> like the, the the character models are obviously like the biggest change, and there's like a lot of new like texture work. But then a lot of the environments are still really jaggedy. It, it can, kind of makes for a weird uh, mix. Yeah, but maybe it'll be better in actual gameplay. I think obviously one thing that'll definitely help with it is if the frame rate's way better. Because like obviously old Tomb Raider frame rate was a bit. A bit yeah. yeah, maybe it's actually playable this uh, time, at least. It should feel a bit smoother, yeah. But, yeah, like, it, it's an interesting collection. Obviously, for a lot of people, Tomb Raider 1, 2, 3, most people just care about Tomb Raider 1. Yeah. There's some weirdness True. that goes on with 2 and 3, but, yeah, it's an interesting one. Bit of a weird visual style, but could could be worse, especially if it's priced reasonably. I think it is. I'm not quite sure. Thirty euro. Yeah, yeah I think that's a reasonable price for three games. Yeah, that's as long as there's no like some. So they somehow introduce some like game breaking bugs, or they mess with the the gameplay physics too much. Let's hope not. A game that is a little bit more pricey with fifty euro is uh, Mario vs Donkey Kong coming to Switch on the sixteenth. I'm not really familiar with the series. Have you guys played any of it? Yeah, they're okay. Um, but like, it has a, like Mario often has like an interesting like set of moves in it because they're kind of like puzzle platformers, I guess. But like, he was kind of like more acrobatic, but also less in them. Like he could do like flips and stuff, but he was also like slower than in the the normal platformer ones. It looks. I think it's. If it feels a bit of an odd release, really. Like, like it's fine, but I don't know if anybody's really like asking for it. But at the same time, it's not like bad that it exists. I think it's just kind of going to get overlooked. Really, it's just sort of going to release, and that's about it. <laughs> I don't know if they confirmed if there was going to be a level editor or not for it, because I think that would be the one thing that would keep it going for a bit longer. But I figured if there was going to be that, then they would have announced it already <laughs> yeah they haven't announced it yeah. unlikely yeah but like could be all right but 
I think there's like some new levels to this version of the game over the Game Boy One, but yeah, a bit of a weird one. Not particularly interested in it, but it's it exists. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, if you don't have a Switch, you can play Skull and Bones on the same day. Which seemingly is it's alive. Speed. Yeah. Yeah, seemingly <laughs> it's actually going to release then, potentially. It's hopefully. actually releasing, guys. <laughs> and actually play it earlier next week already in the open beta. Oh, yeah, that was a thing. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't I'm going to be honest, anything. I completely forgot the open beta existed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they haven't been that vocal about it. But yeah, yes. Be on the eighth February, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, eighth uh, to eleventh February. They're currently trying to say, "Let's let the game speak by itself." They try it first, buy it later. This kind of thing. Let's see if it works. Yeah. I mean, the naval combat was uh, nice and Black Flag, but it's been a while. Yeah. Hopefully they and uh, I'm not sure this team is actually working on this game, so yeah, probably not. Seeing how the changes are in uh, staff these days, mm. quite massively. True. But yeah, at least we also see some uh, staff changes in the management level in on some companies now, looking at Devolver. So. <laughs> Or some people also take some uh, cuts um, to their salary. So that's nice to see. Hopefully that's a trend that will continue. Yeah, yeah hopefully more salary cuts uh, on the CEOs, less yeah. layoffs, if possible. An interesting game that I've been having my eye on was, uh, if you can say that, uh, Pacific Drive. Yeah, that Kind of like a survival roguelike game stalkerish but in a car yeah anomalies yeah no idea how it plays i haven't been able to play it but yeah from the 22nd on you can do that it's actually a busy day but probably that and open roads are the most interesting releases open roads uh, coming to xbox game pass as well oh and uh Japan is getting a retro game challenge one and two replay on the Switch. I would like to play that. That's <laughs> <Two> on. <laughs> That's cool. And the Chinchan game as well. Uh, guess I need to change region on my Switch and learn Japanese. Sons of the uh, Sons of the Forest is coming to PC. That's probably ending the early access period. Yeah, now. it's the full release for that one now. I haven't heard too much about it lately. It was pretty popular when it launched. The yeah, early I think it's still been pretty popular. I did play the early access launch version. I didn't like it that much. <laughs> it, they, they made the island way bigger from the the forest, but like they didn't like. I, I think they've added more stuff since. But when I played it, it was just like a lot of running around in, in empty areas. It was mm. kind of very boring. Like some interesting ideas. I like how the building worked, even if it was still relatively simple as to what you could do. But yeah, it was a lot of repetition and wandering around not doing a whole lot outside of like eating some food or something to not die. 
Yeah, I would say Not Die is also a theme in the remake of Brothers A Tale of Two Sons. Not sure if that's a spoiler. Maybe I will cut that <laughs> out. <laughs> but yeah, it's a game that doesn't really need a remake. I was surprised to see yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure what the point was there, honestly. Isn't it even on PS4 and Xbox One, so you can actually play it on modern systems? Yeah, um, like it was already on like, PC, yeah. PS4, Xbox One. The, the thing is even a mobile on Switch release. Like, yeah. It's like, well, like, yeah, I, I don't really understand. It, it feels a bit unnecessary, but... I, I guess 5 or 5 games need to wait a little bit longer for the PC version of Death Stranding 2, so they might as well release <laughs> that if they have the rights <laughs> to that. Something there, yeah. That's one way of seeing it. And we're getting a remaster of Star Wars Dark Forces, another surprising remaster to see. I yeah. guess that's the uh, prequel to the Jedi Knight games. Not quite sure. Could be that one. I keep forgetting how the order goes for these now. I never actually played this one. But from what I'm reading, it does use the Jedi, the Jedi game engine, so... Oh yeah, Knight I've probably also did the Jedi Knight related. 2 remake or remaster. Oh yeah, it's sort of a prequel, you could say, because I'm reading that this game was successful and pushed the Jedi Knight series, so... Yeah, yeah. I think the full title of the game was Star Wars Dark Forces 2 Jedi Knight, but we all only know it for Jedi Knight. Lots of fun confusion with it. Yeah, whenever, whenever I look up the naming, I'm like... Yeah, there was, a, there was a sequel, so it's like Star Wars Jedi Knight Dark Forces 2. Fun... fun long names <laughs> I, I always like lose track of what's what with those uh, with the extended universe games that aren't even canon but who really cares like a lot of them are still pretty fun yeah i had a lot of fun with the second jedi Knight game but i guess that's two games before <laughs> or two games after <laughs> Um, speaking of three games, uh, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, the second part of the remake, is coming out on the 29th. Yeah, going to be a pretty big one. Yeah. Although, from what I... I, don't, I can't remember the exact numbers or anything, but from what it sounded like... Um, they were making it so that the main story itself wasn't too crazy. But um, they like there's a lot of side content to do on top of that if you wanted to do it. So it's like it's not going to be like the longest game ever if you just beeline it through story only. Yeah, from what I read, it's like forty hours with side quests. That's quite manageable. Yeah, so it's like it's pretty long, but it's yeah not too crazy. I was a lot more exploration compared to the um, remake. Which is relatively linear. Definitely interested to see what they um, they change for um, the gameplay stuff. Because I I didn't hate the combat overall, but I think it needed some tweaks in remake. So like hopefully rebirth makes those tweaks. There are any turn based combat system that you are satisf satisfied with? It's real time though. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, oh right, yeah. Or is there any combat system that you like? <laughs> well, again, I, I like I liked Infinite Wealth mostly. It just like a bit, <laughs> it was way too simple, one. and yeah, yeah, it's it's fine. It, it does what it needs to do, really. 
I think a lot of it's obviously infinite wealth was easier than the last game anyway. <laughs> but no, like um, like uh, Octopath has a pretty pretty good combo system here. <laughs> yeah, I, I, well, a lot of rebirth they've shown like gameplay wise. A lot of it does look pretty similar to remake, which obviously makes sense. There's some new like tag team moves you can do with the party members and stuff, and like you can actually ride around on a chocobo and things. Probably a bunch of mini games again, because like remake actually had quite a lot of mini games in it, but they were all like most of them were quite small. Like there wasn't anything too substantial. But then rebirth should have gold saucer stuff. I guess it's a little longer than Remake, because Remake is like 33 hours from Yeah, re Remake... Yeah, Remake was like a... Like, compared to what we know of Rebirth, yeah, it was like more linear, shorter, whereas Rebirth should be a bit longer and have a bit more exploration and stuff. If you play all of the three games that are planned, yeah, playing them back 10 times back. the playtime of the original, right? <laughs> well, I'd say if you play them all back-to-back, -back, yeah, you're probably looking in triple digits for hours. Yeah, definitely. Do you think the third game will still be released this generation? I think it probably will be, yeah, because Rebirth... At the very least, it will be developed for this generation. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, I think... Maybe it's going to be cross-gen. Well, I mean, if it releases in, like, 2028 or something, like, it depends how the next yeah, console generation really goes anyway. Because I think it's going to be a bit of a weird time for consoles at that point. But I think they probably... They might end up pulling what they did with Remake in the end, where it releases on PS5, but then they do like the, the, the version with a little bit extra on PS6 or whatever. For the, whatever probably, the final yeah. game ends up being. But yeah, definitely interested to see how this one turns out after what uh, where the story went with Remake. Yeah, I want another game I will play after Ace Attorney. <laughs> Long list. Endless. Um, but this is month a lie. is not endless. I, I guess we covered <laughs> most of the interesting releases. Yeah, there was one other that I forgot. I'm like looking through the list now. I was like, there's one other that was like interesting, and now my my brain has uh, forgotten the name of it. But it was it was a bit of a smaller one. Oh yeah, Biomutant uh, for Switch. No, sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, it is the same day as Biomutant on Switch. It's called uh, RZ, the Jewel, Jewel of Faramore, which is very. It's a very odd game because you, you know, like how a lot of indie developers go, hmm, "I want to make a game that's kind of like this game I played a while ago." I want to make one like that. The, this developer was like, "I want to make a game that's like the CDI Zelda games." So oh, they're making a game that's like the CDI <laughs> Zelda games. Same like animation style for the the the, the cutscenes. They even got like I think it's I'm trying I think it might be both the original like Link and Zelda voice actors from the CDI games to do some voice acting in this one. Same yeah, stage they, as they, even, they I did think. actually take them to do some voices. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like in the actual gameplay. There's at least my one nickname actually comes from the CDI games, so I'm very yeah. very tempted <laughs> to try it out. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's like they're not even like trying to hide the influence of it, but like I'd imagine. No, no, they're for we're advertising it. Like oh that. yeah, yeah, they they, <laughs> they, they they basically advertise it as that without being without specifically mentioning the CDI. It's a CDI game. game, but this is not crap, pretty yeah. much. So it's like, or maybe this it's part of the charm. 
It's a you very decide. interesting <laughs> one. Like, yeah, it's like of all the games to try and make a. It feels game like an elaborate shit poster than here for it. <laughs> it definitely, like, the gameplay I've seen of it at least looks way more solid than the CGI games. I'd imagine, I'd imagine that's probably the balance they're going to go for. They're going to make the gameplay fine, but the like cutscenes and all that are going to be really cheesy, like the CGI yeah. games. But they have to be cheesy, otherwise yeah. it wouldn't yeah. be a success. So basically, <laughs> the, yeah, the gameplay will be like what the CGI game should have been. <laughs> Everything else can just be like extra goofy. There's at least like, there's like one bit where that looks like straight up just a nod to Hotel Mario with like all the doors and stuff. So I wonder if they will like reference any other uh, CDI games alongside the Zelda ones, which is obviously like the main thing. But yeah, it just looks it looks really funny. <laughs> I think they're even making um I think Limited Run Games recently announced that they were making like a recreation of the um the CDI controller. Oh. Nice. Because it's yeah, it's being published uh, as it's being published by Limited Run Games. So yeah, they they decided they're making like a recreation of the like a the CDI the, the really awkward CDI controller, which is the one thing they shouldn't recreate. But it's just like it's, it's like a fun <laughs> funny novelty, and it's USB as well, so it's like it'll work on like most stuff. It's like it's just yeah, they're just like going all in on the the goofiness, and it's 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 a very a very weird game to see, but it's it's fun that it exists. Such a weird shape Indeed. for a controller. It's the first time I'm seeing it. Yeah, well, it's it's one of those ones where it's like it's not made for playing games at all. It was actually like a TV remote, but yeah, you could actually use it to play games. Pretty and much. it's as awful as you could imagine. Yeah, it's 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 you could technically play the game on it. You it's playable, but it's not enjoyable. <laughs> Yeah, definitely gonna try that out. Um, it's a month full of interesting releases again. Yeah, backlog is gonna be a lot bigger. And then yeah, then March happens, which March isn't at least it, it isn't February twenty twenty three. Yeah, you all remembered at the time, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's some months where it's just like okay. But yeah, but there are quite a few releases next month. Isn't as packed yet, but the, but the end of March specifically, yeah. and March twenty second specifically is evil. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, lots of uh, lots of Just stuff three big titles. Yeah, but lots of cool stuff. It's yeah, the the backlog gets ever longer. <laughs> it never ends. But yeah, a decent month again. Didn't the start of twenty twenty four has been pretty good overall. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah. Let's wrap that up. Um, looking forward to all of those games, especially the CDI one. Are set. <laughs> yep, should be Best at game. least a funny time, if not good. <laughs> Hopefully, the gameplay is pretty good to balance it too. But yeah, yeah. Uh, what have the developers uh, developed in the meantime between, or or is the, uh, that their first big title? I think it's Commercial the release, first yes. actual like main one. So I think they've just been working on it for uh, a while. <laughs> so as far as I know, it's the only game that they've um, they've worked on. Uh, let's hope they're part of the Steam Next Fest, which is also happening quite soon. I think very soon. Yeah, it's is it next week? Yeah, is it? yeah. Lots so go we'll check that out. 
and also uh, the subwatch on our website and lots of other stuff coming up. So yeah, thanks for listening. See you next time. See you. See you.